six, seven, eight. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Did you have a good summer? Uh, you know, I did. Uh, it's It's been a while, dear listener. We haven't seen you since, like, uh, what was it? May? June? June. June is busting out all over. That's right. It was, and it did. And now it's, uh, fall. Fall. <laughs> Pumpkin spice season. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Apple cider donuts. Ooh. Mm. The best Instagram photos of the year mm. come out around this time. It's girl time. It is. It's the time when us basic bitches thrive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We grab our pumpkin spice lattes and put on our sweaters and... And snap away. And frolic in an apple orchard, you mm-hmm. know? Mm. <sighs> Ooh. That's Del- good. Delicious. Delicious. Dulcelicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tess was doing a little pun because we're tasting Fairway brand Dulce de Leche flavored coffee. And it is Dulce, Dulce Delicious. Delicious. Ooh, Dulce Delicious. Yeah, I think that's a little bit better than what I was saying before. Mmm. <laughs> Tastes like sweet milk. Mm, that's probably what it translates to, I think. <laughs> Dulce, meaning like sweet, and leche, meaning milk. Wow, I just got that from the flavor. Who would have thought? Are you bilingual? <laughs> Is there something you want to tell me? <laughs> I just, you know, they just described that taste so perfectly. Honestly. What can I say? That would be amazing if you could, like, be able to translate the meanings of food just based on taste. Ooh, like you would taste a food and you'd be like, this food is called pineapple. <laughs> like an apple, but... Piney? Kind of piney. <laughs> like watermelon? It's like a melon, but it's watery. Mm-hmm. Celery. That would be a tough one. Mm-hmm. Stringy... St- yeah. S- celery. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Guess it wouldn't work. <laughs> Well, I'm glad we explored that um, career possibility, yeah. Yeah. but you know what? Let's just stick with podcasting. Yeah. Anyway, both of us had big summers. Yeah. Yeah. Tess, do you want to tell us about your one-woman show? Yes, I do. Um, I did a one-woman show. What? <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise, Kathleen. Truly. Um, and yeah, it was fun. It was jazzy. Um I am uh, currently working as a matchmaker, and I made a match. You did? During the show, which was fun. <gasps> oh, yes, during the show? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Did it work out for them? Uh, I, I'm, let's hope so. Yeah. Um, turns out that the girl was married already, oh. but you know what? Maybe that marriage was destined to uh, come to a close. Love will find a way. That's Truly. what I think. <laughs> Um, and Kathleen was starring in a big musical this summer. Can you tell our audience about it? Well, folks, I was in uh, Wisconsin this summer, and I was in a production of Grease yes. in Wisconsin. But not mm-hmm. just any town in Wisconsin. What was special about this town, Kathleen? Um, I was in a town called Wisconsin Dells, Wisconsin, 
Wisconsin. 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 It is the water park capital of America. It has like 18 water parks. And uh, I went to about three or four of them and we had fun. And now I'm back in the city, which I'm very thankful for. <laughs> I, you know what? I think it's really interesting that the water park capital of America would be in Wisconsin. I know. It's the strangest, right? Yeah. But I, because I, I had never heard of Wisconsin Dells before, but apparently uh -uh. everybody in the Midwest has been to, at one point, Wisconsin Dells. Like it's, maybe it's like in the, in the perfect middle for people in like Indiana and Illinois and... I don't know what other places there are to go there. It's so strange. That, yeah, that's like really fascinating to me. Because when I think of Wisconsin, I don't think water park. Did you go on lots of slides? I went on a lot. There was one really terrifying slide that I went on in the Kalahari water park that you climbed up all of these stairs, like so many stories of stairs, and then you get to the top and then you have to get in a vertical tube and then they close the tube around you and you have to cross your legs and cross your arms around you. And then the bottom of the tube, like the floor drops out from underneath you and you go straight oh down. God, that sounds terrifying. I was and so, so afraid for my life. It was so scary. <laughs> that's, I cannot believe that that's like a water slide. That's nuts. No. Yeah, no. If I had known that it had been that way, I never would have gone up it, but I just climbed up all those stairs. So I figured yeah. I had to go down. <laughs> <laughs> have to get down somehow. Truly. So tell me about your matchmaking business. Um, it's going really well. It's it's super fun. I um, you know get to work with people and help them find love and set them up on first dates. And yeah, it's definitely been interesting. I feel like I've learned a lot about love and compatibility. And wow. You know, and I've I've heard you describe some of the dates that you've set people up on, and they sound like the cutest, like the best New York dates. Like there was one where you were like they went to an art exhibit and, and then to so a cute. speakeasy afterwards. So cute. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really fun. I'm discovering that like New York City is pretty much made for people going on first dates. I think mm. that's why dating culture here is so popular is because it's just like there's so many really fun and awesome places to go on a first date. Right. And a lot of the people who, you know, a lot of the places that I've been sending people out to, it's very clear that everybody else there is also on a first date. <laughs> Which is kind of amazing because it's like everybody's in that like same situation. Right. So you're not feeling like, oh God, like everyone here is like <laughs> married or whatever. Like, yeah. My favorite thing lately has been sending people on long walks. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really mm -hmm. interesting to see like what people do. Um, you know, because I'll, I'll say like, okay, you're just going to go on a long walk. And sometimes like the guy will show up with like two coffees or something like that. Oh. And instantly the girl is like, wow. Mm -hmm. So if, you know, you listener mm -hmm. have any date secrets or like first date secrets. Ooh, that could be fun. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. the thing that you do to like seal the deal or. Right. Yeah. Like a secret tip or like, yeah, yeah that could be kind of fun. Mm. Well, um, should we get to our uh, secrets? Yeah, we've got a couple a couple good secrets. Um, our first secret is from a dear listener, and it's a short one. Mm -hmm. It says, my not-so-secret is, I miss you. Please come back. Well, guess what? 
here we are back and better than ever <laughs> thank you for missing us we missed you all too and we hope you all had really wonderful summers too and if you didn't it's over now it's so autumn. yeah fresh start all right next secret yeah let's move on to our next secret okay so this secret is actually kind of an add-on from one of our earlier episodes mm -hmm. and um this person's secret had to do with them pulling a prank in school on one of their mean teachers by writing a letter to them and signing it as a nice teacher at right. the school right and the letter was super creepy it said um all work and no play makes jack a dull boy which is from the, the, the popular yeah. yeah horror film and book <laughs> the shining um like jack nicholson killing everybody you know exactly mm -hmm. super creepy super scary part of the movie if you haven't seen it um so this is this person's secret hi to clarify, the last secret about the note to my evil social studies teacher. The nice teacher didn't get in trouble because she had already retired, so it couldn't have been her. Also, I had no idea that all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy was from The Shining. Oh. I'm not sure if I'm more embarrassed or more proud of the note now. Oops. <laughs> Anyways, here's another secret for you two to sip on. Smiley Ooh. face. I had a major crush on this guy freshman year of college and may or may not have scared him off because I would go to his frat too often. <laughs> the next fall at the homecoming football game, he and his new girlfriend sat down in front of me and my parents. I was oh, no. so pissed off at him and wish I had done slash said something. But I noticed he had gray hairs speckled into his perfect dark hair and felt satisfied enough. Ooh. Ooh. Let's sip on that a little one. bit. That was juicy. Yeah. That's like the the world's karma. This person didn't even have to worry about confronting them or no. doing anything. The world's karma did something for them. Yeah, know? exactly. You may have gone to his frat too much, but <laughs> Wait. he had is aging. Yeah, too fast. Wait, but what is that? What, if, what if she stressed him out so much from going to his frat that he got gray hair? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Assuming it's a she. It's like, but also like what does it mean going to their frat too often? I know. That's that's what I'm really curious about too. Like, did you just like camp out there, like crash on the couch every night? Cause I mean, neither Tess nor I know much about Greek life because we didn't go to a school that really had frats and sororities. Mm -hmm. But I know that frats like throw parties a lot. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it wouldn't be unusual for, for someone to show up to a frat party, right? Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, that that makes sense to me. So I'm wondering, like, and I'm sure somebody who, like, is familiar with that would know. Right. That wouldn't be considered too often to go to every single party no, at that frat people house, people like to party. Right? But so, like, what is too what much? What is too much? Like, maybe showing up and being like, can't wait for the party tonight. And they're like... <laughs> There isn't a party tonight. It's Ooh. Monday. We're trying to study, Susie. Mm -hmm. if, if they, like, bring, like, 
baskets of muffins or something in the morning, you know, when they're all hung over or, I, you know, I don't know. But that sounds like a very generous and nice Honestly, thing. Honestly, I would welcome someone who brings muffins to my door. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Maybe she was going and eating all their muffins. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what Muffin if they, keeper. maybe they like, after their party, they got up early to like bake muffins and get ready for like school and mm-hmm. she was there like still wanting to party oh. and they're like Susie we're a frat but we're not that kind of frat you've got to go to Alpha Pi Omega down the street <laughs> we're Alpha Zepsilon <laughs> you're coming here too often you're eating all of our muffins we're trying to study you're trying to do keg stands Susie if you want Greek life you should join a sorority you're not even in a sorority Susie <laughs> Susie we're trying to be responsible college students you're really stressing me out I think you're giving me gray hair stop it Susie Susie please no <laughs> Susie I feel like you're making assumptions based on our frat lifestyle that we like party all the time and we actually don't <laughs> have you ever um oh my gosh I go down so many YouTube wormholes, and one that I went down a couple months ago was there's this whole like community on YouTube of girls basically uploading videos of them explaining how they got into their sorority or like their oh. rush experience. So they're like, so Tuesday we had a formal, and then Wednesday I went to interviews, and then um, Thursday I met with two of the members, and then Friday um, we dressed all in like florals, and then. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like a secret ceremony, and then like they told me that I was a member, and I like cried. I don't know. Have you ever? Oh, it's so strange. That's really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. I uh, no, I I haven't, but I'm curious about that world. It's just yeah, it's so it's so foreign to us. Yeah, I'm just intrigued by it. I am too, because I mean the thing is too, it's like it's. Ultimately, it's a business, you yeah. know? It's not just like a club. You have dues and you have yeah. like membership fees. And mm-hmm. I know that my sister did a sorority when she was in college. She went to like a big sports school or whatever. It was like a big thing there. Mm-hmm. All the girls in her dorm on her floor, they all like rushed at the same time. And, you know, it was like the thing that everybody did. Right. They would go to some houses and the girls would be like, holding candles and singing and like it just sounded so (laughs) so culty um and you know it was like she was friends with all these girls in her dorm and then they all got in different sororities and then it was like which just kind of sucks because it's like Hmm. these are your friends and then but they may not be chosen to be your friends because you're in like different houses or whatever right which I just thought was kind of weird. And she, sure enough, she left after, like, the first year and was like, no, nah, this isn't for me. It's so strange. Have you ever seen... I want to see if I can find that video. There's this video... Because also on YouTube, like, sororities for, like, Rush, they post, like, videos of them doing, like, their chant. Whoa. And there was... A <laughs> from, hell. Chant from hell. Okay, I'm going to hold up the computer and see if it can... Um, no. Oh, yes. from sorority, hell. <laughs> sorority girls chanting will terrify you. Okay, here we go. Ready? Okay, so for, for all of you listening, this is a visual. These three sorority girls in matching outfits are standing in front of closed doors, and then they're going <laughs> to open to reveal all of the other girls in that house doing their chants. Oh, my okay, God. Ready? I can't wait. We're so glad you're finally here. Oh, my God.
it's so scary. Oh my god. It's like they're all doing it in unison. And, like, it's just a sea of... And they're all white girls, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, and they all... It's weird, too, how, like, the houses, it's, like, they all look alike. Like, that's mm-hmm. the house with all the blondes, and there's, like, two redheads. It's, and yeah. And then this one, it, it's weird. It's really freaky. <laughs> um, do you remember that um, sorority letter? Yes. <laughs> That's like the other side of the sorority, like the the like not public side. Where like, yeah. do you want to do you want to explain to our dear listeners in case they don't know what I'm it is? I'm trying to remember. It was something where like the president of the sorority <laughs> sent an angry email to like the whole house. Yeah, basically being like, you guys need to start being cooler. Yeah, it was like you better fucking show up and like do your job and like yeah. There was a lot of profanity, a lot of caps. Yeah. Capital letters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, what's his name? That actor. Ma- oh, yeah. Um, Michael. Shannon. Yes. Michael Shannon did a dramatic reading of it that is so funny. I'm sure, I mean, it was a viral video. I'm sure you guys know yeah. what we're talking about. We'll have like a link to it on our Facebook page. We should, because it, uh, bring it back, because that is so funny. one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. Especially since like the, they're so serious about something yes. that in, like once you, like, it, what does it matter? Who cares? It's like a dance or, you know, a party or something. And they're yeah. like freaking out at Becky and Shannon, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. At all. But I, I guess at the time, like, it seems so right. important. Right. It's like looking back at, like, when I was in theater club in high school. Yeah. I, like, cried myself to sleep some some nights because oh, I was, like, yeah. so upset about drama. When, like, mm-hmm. looking back, it's like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I um, hadn't... I look back on so many experiences like that, and I'm like, my life is not that bad and I like (laughs) seriously thought that the stakes are so high yeah (laughs) yeah like over the dumbest stuff I remember senior year when um because I was on I was the president of our theater club my senior year Mm -hmm. and we had like you know a a counselor you know other like officers at you know they were like club officers and we all gathered together to try to decide what the senior year musical would be oh you got to pick well here's the thing we all had to pick but like our teachers were like here are the final two choices oh um and and it was between fiddler on the roof or carousel (laughs) no those are the two worst shows for your senior musical oh yeah and so I had already been in Fiddler on the Roof, so I was very anti-Fiddler. And I was like, are you kidding me? No, Carousel has beautiful music. Whereas, like, now I'm like, it's such a problematic show. Let's just put it to bed. Like, nobody needs to... Yeah. You know, I mean, there's going to be a revival. the Broadway revival looks interesting. I would see it, because I'm like... "Mm, Right, I'm intrigued. Maybe someone will put an interesting spin on this. They need to, like, completely rewrite the book, in my opinion. But in high school, I was like, we need to do Carousel. And everyone else, I mean was like, no, we need to do Fiddler. And I was like, come on, you guys. And they were like, no, we're doing Fiddler. We're doing a vote. And they all voted, and I was the only one who didn't want to do Fiddler. And then they were all like, okay, great, we're going to announce it to the rest of the club. And they, like, we met in the office, and then there was, like, a club meeting outside where we were all going to announce it. Mm -hmm. And they all, like, left the little classroom to go into the rest of the club, like, marching, like, kind of like Tevye. (laughs) And you're, like, crying in the back. I mean, (laughs) 
almost literally, like, I followed behind them, and I remember saying, like, under my breath, like, well, fuck me then. I was like, I took, I took it so personally and so seriously. They're, like, triumphantly doing their, like, Tevia dance. And, and I'm like, what's the use of <laughs> Oh, no. So but there any, did you have any, like, drama in your high school class? The thing that I remember, the, like, my most, like, dramatic moment in high school was when <laughs> I was thought that I was going to get asked to prom by this guy that I was friends with. And he had told everyone that he was asking me to prom. Oh. And, mm-hmm. like, through the grapevine, I heard that he was asking me to prom. Mm-hmm. So I was like great, I have a prom date. Everybody kind of decides ahead of time, like, okay, I'm going to ask this person. So it's like, don't ask them right. kind of thing. And so I was like, waiting, waiting, waiting. And then it's like two weeks till prom and he still hadn't asked me. And I was kind of like, what's going on? And then he asked another girl. <gasps> yeah. He like, I don't know, developed a crush on like some girl and asked her instead. No. Which I, you know, it's like totally like, allowed and like fine but it kind of screwed me over right because you thought that he was gonna ask you yeah exactly so it was like a shock to me and we had kind of already like decided on like limos and all this stuff and I was also prom queen well which was decided like ahead of time oh so I was like I'm prom queen and I don't even have a date to prom I was like freaking out I was like super dramatic about it I remember like sobbing and like going like I like stayed home from school because I was like so like embarrassed and like Mm -hmm. I was like humiliated because I just remember thinking like I'm prom queen like this is gonna be like it's like my dream come true like like senior year I'm like the most popular girl in school I like definitely had that like big head like this is like gonna be my magical evening it's gonna be to shine and then it was like Oh, I don't even have a date. No one wants to go with me to prom. Oh. Like, I'm prom queen, but nobody likes me. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, I was pretty devastated. But then I ended up asking one of my best friends who went to a different school to come to prom with me. And that was, like, the best decision ever. He was, like, the best date. We had so much fun. It was a great night. So suck it. Yeah. And looking Brian. back now, I'm like, it was... Like, right, I know. It's like, really it not a, a big deal <laughs> at all. And, like, I had way more fun going with a friend than, like, having some guy, like, ask me. Right. But I remember the other blow was <gasps> that he um, did, like, you know how, like, people would do, like, really, like, you know, oh, creative. Elaborate promposals. Exactly. Oh, no. He did, like, the biggest thing ever for the girl that he asked and like it got like all these likes on Facebook and I was just like crying. What a jackass. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was it was at the time it felt like the worst thing ever. Right. But Aww. it really was not a big deal. Well, I know it's like times like those that I look back that I wish that I had a way to like travel back in time to 16-year-old me and be like, "Okay, calm down, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. This is not the end of the world. You're going to like <laughs> grow up and Mm -hmm. do things that are important eventually but like this is stupid you know Mm -hmm. exactly so um anyways (laughs) now that guy has gray hair yep and he can suck it he can suck it now I'm dating someone with gray hair and I love it (laughs) 
Well, you know, when it's a positive thing, it's silver. And it highlights, you know? Yeah. I haven't noticed his... Silver fox. His silverness. Oh, yeah. Are they coming in? He thinks it's, like, the worst thing ever and is oh. super embarrassed by it. But I think it's, like... I think it looks good on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we move on to our third and final secret? Let's do it. All right, here it is. After I watch a scary movie, I have to watch an episode of Hannah Montana so I can sleep at night. <laughs> you get the best of both worlds. Then you rock out the show. <laughs> I I really relate to this because I I always need a nice palate cleanser after mm-hmm. I watch a scary movie. I do as well. Um, sometimes you just need to like get out of that world mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, you know be reminded that like there's fun and silliness. Yep. In life too. Mm-hmm. What's your like preferred palate cleanser? Um, well, usually I watch scary movies with Anthony, Mm -hmm. and his go-to is Popeye starring Robin Williams. (laughs) (laughs) He, like, has to watch it. That's so specific. Yeah, that's his safe, that's his safe space. That particular movie. It has to be Popeye. It can't be any other Robin Williams movie. No, it can't be Flubber. Uh Uh-uh. It can't be Mrs. Doubtfire. It has to be Popeye. Popeye. That's his safe space. I've never actually even seen a trailer for that. I need to watch that. It's so good. It's so weird. Like, Robin Williams literally is Popeye. (laughs) It's really, really good. There's music. It's a musical. What? Yeah. It's really, really, really good. Olive Oil is played by the same... You know how I think it started is um, after The Shining, because mm-hmm. the woman who plays Jack Nicholson's wife oh, in The Shining uh-huh. is Olive Oil <gasps> in, oh my in Popeye. Oh my god! And she recently had like a psychotic break and says that she right. communicates with Robin Williams. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and no. Anthony was like, I hope that's true. I think that would be like amazing. Oh, like, wonderful that they're like <laughs> still like chatting it up. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And that's totally full circle. Yeah. Shiny. Wow. So what's your safe space after a a horror film? Right. Uh, Well, my roommate and I, we we love watching horror films on the weekends, Um, but our preferred palate cleanser is Parks and Rec. That's a great choice. Because honestly, that show just embodies just small town, like nice people being silly and being kind. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the best way to be. It's a good palate cleanser. Yeah. We really need to work on uh, a horror movie with sorority girls. We do. that is terrifying. It, it, that would be a, a really, really great location for a horror film, a sorority yeah. house. And I could see it as like a slow burn kind of, you know, like fish out of water, new girl at school rushes sororities and she just happens to get into this one. And they're all really nice, but they all kind of like dress alike. And you don't yeah. know. And then like maybe they're robots or maybe <gasps> like... Like their secret That's is that a they great kill twist. someone once a year or something. I don't know. They sacrifice to right. like the Greek gods or something. <laughs> They're creepy. like very Greek. They're like, we follow Dionysus. <laughs> it's like, oh, what if it's like the Bacchae but set at a sorority? <gasps> That's brilliant. The Bacchae at a sorority. Yeah. I think we need to like write a screenplay or something. Um, that's such a great idea. Yeah, it's like where like they party so much that they like summon Dionysus himself and they all go like crazy and mad. Because like 
I haven't read the Baca in a while, but I think that's like what happens is that they like all get like really like dirty and like yeah, crazy. Yeah, I would so see that movie. Yeah, you saw it. Yes, I saw T- it. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> tell you about what? <laughs> um, oh Lord, it was it was good. It uh, I I spent a lot of the movie with my uh, hugging my knees because. Sometimes during scary movies, I get afraid that something's going to grab my leg. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. That's such a specific fear. Yeah. Uh, it was it was really good. It was very scary. Um, but you could tell when the scary things were going to happen for the most part. There okay. were only a couple scary moments that popped out of nowhere. But, you know, from the music and everything, you could yeah. tell, like, you, you could brace yourself. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the guy who played the, the clown was really good, and a lot of the kids were good. It was... It was quite good. And you saw... Mother. Mm-hmm. Which is the Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect because the trailer was really... Um, it didn't really give you an idea of, like, what the movie was about. Right. It was very vague. Yeah. But actually, like, watching the movie, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, this is really out there and, like, disturbing. And, we, and you're kind of like, is this reality? Is this not... Yeah, it's really interesting. I don't know if I, I don't want to like spoil anything mm-hmm. for listeners, but um, it, it gets like really out there. But it was really good. Jennifer Lawrence was amazing and she's like so beautiful. There were so many close ups on her face and she's just like stunning. It, it was just one of those movies where afterwards you're like, what does it mean? Like, this has oh, to be like some, like, it has to mean something like, like really deep. And um, I looked it up, and sure enough, Darren Aronofsky was like, this is exactly what it represents, which, like, thank God, because I was so curious afterwards. And after, like, knowing what everything, like, stood for, I'm like, that is, like, one of the smartest movies I've ever seen. Ooh. It's really, like, I don't don't want to give anything away, because I feel like some people may want to go and, like, not know what it means or whatever, but it's really, really interesting yeah I really want to see that it looks really good yeah I I kind of want to see it again like now that you know what it's about because mm-hmm, there's so many like just like little nuances and stuff and like the acting is amazing and it's it's just like a beautiful like visually stunning and the other thing too is it's two hours and I had to go to the bathroom so bad <laughs> oh, no. but I I knew I couldn't get up and leave because right. I would miss something oh, huge because no. <laughs> stuff was happening like every Second, Like, right. it's just, there's so much going on. It's really good. That's the worst when you have to pee. Oh, my God. It was so bad. Because, I mean, I just, I always go to the bathroom in a movie. And it's usually fine. I, like, find <laughs> that time where I'm like, Anthony will just tell me what, what happened or whatever. <laughs> but this this movie, I was like, there's no, I'm going to leave and I'll come back and I will have no idea what in the hell. Like, I'm watching it right now and I already don't know what's happening. Right. And if I leave and come back, I'm just, it's going to ruin the whole thing. Oh, no. Yeah. That's such like a strange personal thing is that you always pee when you go to the movie theater. Well, I'm, you know why? Also, because I get a giant Diet Coke every time I go to the movie theater and yeah. I finish it in, within the first like <laughs> 10 minutes of the movie. We've talked about this before. Yeah, we've talked about movie snacks. Like getting the Diet Coke the size, you know, the size of my head and I'm always like, that's too big. I can't possibly drink all that. And then I finish it and like five minutes right <laughs> like give me more uh well tangents on tangents on tangents honestly 
what would this podcast be without <laughs> I feel like that's kind of you know, who we are. Yeah. Like, it's like our identity. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hope everybody has a nice week. Yes. Um, I hope you embrace the uh, changing leaves and mm-hmm. the... A pumpkin yeah. spice. Mm, maybe we should have a pumpkin spice flavored coffee. Ooh. In the next two episodes or something. Absolutely. Yeah. With some pumpkin muffins. <gasps> you know what I made? I made banapple bread, like banana what? bread, but I subbed in an apple for one of the bananas. It was so good. And I also got apple butter and I spread it <gasps> on top. Ooh, it's so good. Bananas and apples taste one. really good together. Yeah. That sounds delicious, Kathleen. It was really good. I highly recommend. That's one of the my favorite things about fall is just making muffins and breads. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So long, bikinis. Mm. Hello, flannel. <laughs> it is sweater weather. It's not swimsuit weather anymore. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Sweater weather means covering up the muffin tummy. Oh, yeah, the muffin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> muffin top, here we come. <laughs> Well, I'm thinking that um, we should ask our dear listeners to uh, to come up with some autumnal or Halloween-themed secrets <gasps> for us. Oh, yeah. We have to do a Halloween episode. Oh, yeah. A for spooky, sure. scary. If anybody has had any kind of ghosts oh. or even just scary or scary movie yeah. or pumpkin <laughs> or any kind of trick-or-treating, you know. Yeah. Let those be your springboard, because we would love to have some spooky secrets. Yeah, some ghost stories would be really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be into that. Me too. Well, well. Bye. Five, <laughs> six, seven, eight. Anonymously submit your secrets at coffeeandsecrets.com. And subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud and leave a rating review if you like what you hear. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash coffeeandsecrets. Or follow us on Instagram at coffeeandsecrets. Thanks Thanks for sharing. sharing.